How are you guys doing today? My name is Vincent. And I'm Francis. And I'm glad you could join us today for some late night chill vibes. It's the podcast where philosophy, life, and existing as human beings can become a casual discussion. In this episode, we have our next set of guests. We've known them for a while and we're so lucky to have them on tonight. Uh, as per usual, Vinny will introduce them and gas them up. Uh, in this episode, we'll be talking about this big quarantine and if it's good for our general health. We'll talk about what health means to us, both physical and mental. Uh, we'll talk about school, where I think that's a common conversation here on the podcast. And we'll talk about self-realizations, the amazing things that will eventually come from this brief period of global isolation. All right, Francis, let's start vibing, shall we? Let's do it. All right, so today we're talking about quarantine, but before we do that, we should first introduce our guests. So first of all, is I have Gladys on here. She's a filmmaker and photographer. Yo. Danny, we also have Danny, aspiring DJ. Hey, guys. <laughs> uh, we've known these two for years. Like, we went to elementary school together, and, like, we've kept in touch. I've moved away, but, you know, still, we're still close at heart. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think this is a really good question, and we came up with this at the very, very beginning. When you guys, when you guys have like kids in the future or whatever, what are you going to say to them when they ask you, what was quarantine like? Bruh, hard. <laughs> really? So hard. But like, mm. I feel like it's like a valuable time for everyone. Like everyone has like their own reason for being productive through like quarantine. Yeah, it was a struggle at first and then slowly you try to learn how to adapt to this new environment and um you just go on with your life that's what you're gonna tell you that's what you're gonna tell your kids it's like yeah it was all right just had to it was all right you know <laughs> <laughs> um francis what about you what are you gonna say to them and they're like daddy oh, uh, daddy francis what what was quarantine <laughs> like <laughs> uh child it was weird that's what i'm gonna say to him <laughs> Really? It is so weird. Yeah. I don't know. It's just not It's just not like uh, how life is supposed to be usually. So I think that just sums it up. Like, it's just weird. Honestly, I'd say to them, like, I kind of like it. I'm not going to lie. I actually kind of like quarantine, although like, I can't see my friends or anything. And it kind of it kind of made me to stay home instead of going back to Edmonton. I do kind of like the way school is right now. Because honestly, I feel like sometime in the future, school will mostly be be online anyways. So, I don't know. I feel like it's a lot easier school-wise. Like, there's more homework, but I don't know. It's all right for me. Ooh, I agree with you so, you like doing online school rather than going in person? Yeah, definitely. Just because, like, there's more control, I feel like, when there's this online. Although, like, there's no one to really help you. I, I just feel like there's more control in my own life where I set my own schedule, really. I like I like how you said uh, this is where the future is going because, yeah, school school eventually is gonna become decentralized as hell. Like you're gonna go onto the internet, go into a browser or something, and like, go to your favorite class site or something like that, and yeah. then learn from there. Yeah, I feel like that's that's where the future is headed. Mm. <laughs> I really miss like in person interaction. Mm. Like I just want to hug people, man. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> mm. <laughs> like I just want to hug the people I love. <laughs> you know. Mm, what you mean? Mm. <laughs> I don't know. Do you feel like that the world would be the same after quarantine? I feel like maybe hugging and 
ugly people in public or something or maybe like an acquaintance that you haven't seen in a while it would be a little bit weird now yeah yeah i feel like uh, people are going to be really off standish um towards like physical when it comes to physicality but i don't know when everything goes back to i say like normal um i'd value my time with other people more you know i i mm. wouldn't take them for granted yeah, I feel like human interaction, like with this quarantine, we really, you start to see the value of hum- human interaction. And I think that's one of the biggest problems with quarantine and like how it cannot be um, like healthy for you. So so before you like get really deep into this, I'll just, I'll just ask each one of you guys, do you think uh, quarantine has helped you in any way for your mental health? We'll start with Francis. Francis, what do you think? Uh, doing courses online and everything, I like we had this conversation about like scheduling things before. And I was I was okay at it. Uh, you know, I still got things done even though they were in the back of my head rather than on like an agenda or something. But now it's like when you have to kind of muster up the motivation for everything because, like you said, uh, nobody's holding your hand anymore, or you're not with people that can like kind of uh, guide you along. You kind of have to set you know, set your schedules and set your agendas for things. And for me, that's been a really big uh, learning thing because I've learned through quarantine that without it, things can just like go really out of whack, <laughs> at least for me. So quarantine has uh, taught me that, if, if if anything. And it has been stressful at times, but, you know, through solving problems like that, I think it can be a little bit better as you go along. I don't know. I feel like quarantine has put things into perspective um it's made me like realize um certain things that i've never got to realize before um like for example i don't like being more grateful even though i don't get to see people like gladys was saying it's a big one um just being like trapped with your thoughts and everything uh well for me like last year uh, I was at school every day, right? And then now I recently graduated. So, and that's when uh, the pandemic hit. And so it was like, what do I do now? So I started focusing on myself because last year I didn't have time for that. And I definitely learned a lot more on how to adapt to this environment and how to like fix myself and all these other things. So yeah, this pandemic definitely taught me something. Um, school. So when did you when did you graduate exactly? Oh, it was f- the end of February. Yeah. Oh this wow. Year. Yeah. That's literally the beginning of the literally. whole thing. Yeah. Wow, that's crazy. So would you say would you say it's easier that quarant- that you're not doing school during quarantine, or would you say it's harder, harder on yourself? If it's easier to not. To do school during quarantine? Uh, no, well, like, what in, in your opinion, do you think that you're better off that you're not doing school now while it's quarantine? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, like, in a learning environment, especially for a filmmaker, you have to be on set every day. And if, what was the question again, Vincent? Yeah, so, so yeah. do you think it's easier now that school, that you're not in school during quarantine? Or would you be, do you think you're better off? Or would you be happier if school was happening right now while you're in quarantine, I guess? Oh, okay. 
Yeah, I had like back and forth um, discussions about that. Like I was going to go back to school, but then I was like, I don't know, because if it's online, for me, it's harder because I'm more of like a visual learner. I have to do things like, especially in filmmaking, I have to be on set to learn. And um, now that I'm not, uh, I'm more focused on what I want to do as a filmmaker and not have other people tell me what to do. I'd say like me personally... I think I like it that school is happening during quarantine, not just because it's easier for me, like school-wise, schoolwork-wise, but um, I have a schedule in my day now. And I think, in my opinion, I think it's really healthy if um, like a schedule starts happening, like it's a consistent repetition, especially in times where there's no, it's kind of like a blur. Uh, in your house is school. Uh, your, your whole life is basically in your house now. Uh, and there's no like real division between school and home life at this point so i think the only like real division in my opinion at this point is time and i think of like half my day is school time and the other half is like home time danny you're in school right now right Mm-hmm. yeah um there are ups and downs because like being in school i remember like you can't entirely rely on the prof for deadlines but they would remind you and just like doing everything independently right now it's just a huge switch like not even just for post-sec students like even for elementary students or like secondary students because their their guideline for school is just like a university guideline and it's just been thrown at them um yeah, I feel like it's just really hard for everyone. It has its up and downs. Like, I don't know, Vincent, you like it, right? Cause yeah, it I like it. Stuff. Exactly, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, do you have a routine or do you just, like, kind of go school and then whatever? See, my classes are, like, asynchronous. So it's not really, like, I can form a routine because everything's recorded. Or, I mean, I could but <laughs> okay <I see. laughs> but I see my it. motivation is just not there like it's like how you were saying like turning your home into like your workplace that was so rough for me because I usually study with people like I'm more progressive with people rather than studying alone what's what's great about this podcast for Francis and I is that like our audience kind of sees our life from week to week and so Francis I guess my question to you now is now like we've we've done podcasting before the before school started and now uh did like your view change because i remember we talked about like mental health a lot in this podcast has your like view or like mental health changed during this time uh between before school and now uh yeah dude i'm not gonna lie like today was a wash it was an absolute like (laughs) killer because i feel like uh you know, I had things due over the weekend and then, you know, I did them going into today that left me no time for like planning. And this is why I was like talking about before, like how planning is so important because, you know, I realized today that if you don't have like the thing that's there, that's just telling you what to do that you've kind of worried about before. So you don't have to worry about it now. Then while you're in the process of doing stuff, then you're worrying about it. And then it just becomes like an insane, like, like a wash today i was <laughs> yeah, like like at lunchtime my heart was beating like i didn't know what was going on 
I feel like I felt like things that were like two weeks away were like due tomorrow and I don't know that kind of that kind of energy while I'm eating my lunch and just trying to chill out watching Netflix is just not it dude so what I did after the lunch was just like crawled into bed and I kind of like completed completed my show and then before the show ended I actually like fell asleep because it was just too much right and it's just like I feel like that's the kind of thing that oh man that quarantine can teach you it, it puts you in like it puts you in these situations where you have to figure these things out because you experience them and i'm glad mm. i'm going through that but for the people who kind of have it happen to them and don't really know why it's going on oh dude like it's 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 gonna it's gonna be tough but but you know i don't know like these these things that we learn you know throughout throughout it i feel like are like the you know the golden bits like the nuggets that we we really have to hold on to for me like okay the the perspective thing from the beginning of summer i felt like it was gonna be like this the dopest thing like you just be home all the time and, <laughs> and you just like be chilling yeah, in yeah. your sweatpants like <laughs> listening to the professor not having your camera on but just like you know treating it like a movie like a big uh you know just just comfort mm-hmm. now I'm, now i'm thinking like it's a lot of responsibility because throughout it all you're not with uh yeah you don't have you don't have outer outer motivation which is something that a lot of people can rely on and i think i was one of those people too so yeah i'm learning and that's all i can say about that i relate to that a lot i like so what you're saying there is planning was a big thing um huge so yeah so like wait okay hold on i'm kind of so gladys so Mm -hmm. how does your i remember we talked about this in planning but i don't remember exactly and i think you're the one who talked about like this agenda and planning how do you because like we have school so like our day is kind of kind of wrapped around school how does your day go then man it was difficult especially like at the start because last year i had a schedule like a consistent schedule and then all of a sudden it just stopped so so now it's just like trying to find out what i want to do and how i want to move in move on with life and i'm like like constant constant constantly trying to find new things to do cuz i don't i don't want to keep the the same like repetitive lifestyle of like waking up in the morning and then doing editing and then doing this and doing that i need to do something new every day to keep that flow and keep it you know not repetitive but it was difficult to start and I think like I'm still trying to figure out what I want to do still like I think that's where I'm at right now like right now I'm just following this same repetition it's been the same repetition since school started um how did you how did you work about that like what did you do now because you're saying you don't like this repetition so what do you do exactly that changes things up from day to day like do you start I don't know yoga one day and like or meditating another day like how do you what do you do exactly I'm genuinely curious okay so what I usually do is like I always gotta edit so I I edit like for like a few hours maybe two or three and then and then people like ask me to go on shoots and do that for one day and then the next day like every shoot I do is different that's what I'm saying so oh, like okay, gotcha. I don't want to shoot with the same person for like three days 
three days constant okay, constant yeah. I can't even say that word anymore constantly yeah, okay. oh, I can't you know what I mean constantly constantly I got you I got constantly. you <laughs> but like yeah like every day is just a different shoe then that's how I just keep the flow going that's how you're keeping your mental health at like a good level then it's just constant yeah. constant change I guess yeah like I've just been journaling a lot and like whenever I have time like I just write down things or like people I'm grateful for just to remind myself of like that I have purpose and that everyone has mm. a purpose because I know like being inside I don't know it's kind of slow it makes time stop and you kind of forget what you're doing and what it's for but I find like writing down things and like putting it into perspective really helps yeah uh, I remember saying this in like in one of the episodes where every now and then I'm doing it, I'm doing it a lot less now, but every now and then I'd like sit in bed and write down things I'm grateful for for that day. And I think um, like I kind of picked this up during quarantine. And I think it's really important that, that you said this too, that this kind of like self-reflection kind of uh, kind of this meditation self-reflection. And uh, I think that's one of the most important things is being grateful too. Because then, like, not only are you, like, looking at your life, you start to look at other people's lives differently. Uh, not, you're kind of, like, not, you're not judging their life based off of yours. It's kind of, like, everyone's kind of doing their own thing now. I, I mean, especially now. But everyone's, like, doing their own thing. They're on their own path. And that's kind of, like, what self-reflection does, I feel like. I feel like that's, like, a blessed part of quarantine, too. Because, like, I don't know, no matter who you are, we're all going through the same thing. You know? We talked about this in planning, I think, uh, and we said this whole idea that although maybe for some people, quarantine is kind of good, there's other people out there that's a little bit, that's just not in the good space. Like, for example, uh, people who are like in a bad relationship and they're like living with them and all that stuff. I feel like, would you have any, what do you think would be a words of encouragement for them? Because I feel like that they're doing they're in the worst positions. They don't really have a choice. They kind of have to be there. Uh, and do you think that this self-reflection kind of meditation would be helpful in any way? Yeah, honestly. But there's only, I guess, like for everyone's emotional level, there's only so far you can go. Like if you really need help, like reach out. There are free opportunities around in Canada. Um, I don't know about the States, but like therapy is really good. Like, if you're under the age 21, it's free at youth clinic, so. Wait, what? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. No, oh, it's really good. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you got to take the risk because you don't want to be, like, bottled, bottled up in the same position every day and taking that kind of, maybe it's abuse, you know? So it just you just got to find it, find a way to escape. And if it's, like, especially this time, it's pretty risky, but you just got to take it. Because that's how you got to move on with your life. Yeah. It's important to take care of yourself, guys. Yeah. Very important. Agreed. <laughs> yeah. I kind of want to ask uh, everyone this. So I know we talked about this in the warm-up, but I kind of want to ask everyone again so we can get it on record. I consider myself an extrovert. Um, I mean, like, I think everyone's kind of like kind of extrovert, a little bit introvert, but I think more so... I'm more extroverted than introverted. And for me, experiencing quarantine like this, I kind of like it 
now that I'm kind of forced to be by myself, uh, there's no there's no real option. I mean, there is kind of an option, but it's not like a good option to go see my friend who's always talking to homeless people. Like he's always interacting with them. Like I, I haven't seen that guy in forever. But um, this quarantine kind of made me embrace that not being extroverted for a while. I think I like it like this. What is everyone else's thoughts? And are you guys, I guess we'll go around. Um, Gladys, I'll ask you first, actually. Do you think you're introverted or extroverted? And how is this happening for you? I'm a bit of both. I feel like I'm more extroverted than introverted. And I hate it because um, I love talking to people, especially face to face. And when the pandemic hit, it was just like, I would like talk to my friend all night, just playing Call of Duty, you know, trying to figure out what I want to do. Yeah. <laughs> right. Do you remember Sorry. that? Just like the first <laughs> yeah, time yeah. the pandemic hit. I was just on video games for like days yeah. and hours yeah, and I'm like, and then it got repetitive and I'm like, yo, I need to stop. But like, I love the way that like me and my friend would just like talk, you know, that's what I miss the most. But I, it's okay now since like everyone's got discord. So <laughs> so whatever. I just miss that face to face interaction and doing fun things outside. Um, I'm a bit of both. Uh, I say before the pandemic, I was an extrovert, but I think being inside has made me like more of an introvert. Like I find myself wanting to be alone most of the time, which is really weird. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's like a weird switch. Um, I do miss like the human face to face interaction, though. Yeah, I just miss hugs. bro because it's like oh go ahead keep going no no daddy wanted to say something keep going (laughs) maybe it's like a culture thing maybe it's like a filipino thing but like i just like (laughs) i guess we're all really friendly do you know what i mean like we're all so friendly like usually when i greet people i don't shake their hand i hug them that's true that's true you know yeah or like you can dap them up, but. <laughs> um. So like when you're like at school, like when school was still happening, you would just like, when you see a friend or like an acquaintance, you'd give them a hug instead of just like, hey, how's it going? Like, how was your weekend? You're like, oh my God. Yeah, dude. You give a hug of and course. You can't skip out on no really? anonymous. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, bro. Like you just got to show everyone the love. Mm-hmm. You got to spread the love, you know? You got to spread the motherfucking love. Because we're built for love. <laughs> Dude, for oh, real. Geez. No, but for real. That's like, that's <laughs> how you are as a human. Humans need human interaction. Mm, straight yeah. up. Straight up. Period. Yeah. Period. <laughs> so, so, like, do you guys think that there is an alternative to uh, human interaction? With like this with quarantine happening, do you think there's a, any real alternative to this, to human interaction? At this time, I think like what we're doing right now is just like talking through like video chat or FaceTime. And I think that's like all we can do. Do you think, <laughs> but like, do you think that there, that kind of like fills that human interaction void? Do no. you think that it can get to that close? Let's say, so like, what do you think? Like, would it be like 90% or 80%? Like, where would it be? I think like a good 70. Like, it's there, but it's not fully there. I think video chat is like the most optimal option. 
like if it's like the safest you know because I know people are still scared of like being physically in the same room even though it's six feet I think just like video chat is like the safest would you say like so Gladys said it's 70 percent um to that void of human interaction what, what do you think it is yeah 70 or 80 because you are missing that like human touch mm-hmm. you know the hugs. like that physical mm-hmm. yeah the <laughs> hugs like i'm not even i'm not even fucking around like hugs are real man <laughs> hugs are good they give you dopamine i'm not even oh, shaking okay. five hugs a day yeah i know five <laughs> hugs a day <laughs> Yo, we totally talked about this. Like one of the earlier episodes, you were like, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, the proven things that make you happier. And uh, like it was a blog post on some other guy. And like one of them was human interaction. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's true, guys. Yeah, it was said terribly, but yeah, human interaction no, is very, very wait, important. Yo, what was a blog post? Yo, Francis, we talked about this for a long time. I feel like we talked about this for like three episodes. Um. Oh, Yo, really? yeah. What's his? Yeah, like we kept we kept bringing this blog post up because it was so it was interesting. Barking up the wrong tree, barking up the wrong tree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. Yeah, that's yeah, it. yeah. That's that's the one. That's the one. You need uh, human interaction. You need to uh, say the bad emotions, right? So that you you can like put a name to them so they go away easier or something. And the last one was to make decisions. I think there were four, but or three i don't know but the the yeah the last one was to make decisions so that they don't like dwell in your head or something like that so so then francis what about you like do you think how well do you think this video chatting and uh facetime and all that stuff fills that void of human interaction how uh, how big like 100 percent or like what 70 percent like everyone else is saying probably a lot more for me i guess because i don't know i guess i'm not a very touchy-feely guy I, uh, I, I, I know. I, I see. I see, and like, I can feel when, once when, when I have a hug, like that's, that's a good feeling, but I can go a longer time without it. I guess so. Uh, for me, this is like this is pretty good. This is like eighty eighty five percent for me. I guess. I don't know how you guys. I'm at fifty percent. I don't think it's as close to a hundred percent as I want to admit. Like I used to think that FaceTiming is enough and video calls and all that stuff, but I don't know, this quarantine kind of, um, this whole idea of not being able to actually see anyone really brought that number down a lot more for me just because I know there's so many things that you notice about uh, uh, human interactions when you're comparing to, comparing it to just video chatting. Just the, I, the presence of someone else in the room does a lot, even though... Mm-hmm. Like, it's kind of the same idea. You're talking to someone, but just that, that presence that they can't just leave or, like, do anything. It, I think it's, it's really important where there's, there's no, there's no uh, division or border between the two of you. And I think the, the human interaction is so important just because, just because of that. Uh, there's, no, there's nothing holding you guys back. I don't know. So there's two ways you can really look at this with this whole quarantine. Um, I think the one question is, the really important question is, is it better that there isn't a timeline? Because I know that some people think that it's better that there isn't a timeline at all. There's other people that think that if they gave us a timeline, quarantine would be a lot easier. I'm just wondering, what is everyone's thoughts? Because we don't really have a timeline. I mean, there's a few like theories, but ultimately mm-hmm. there's no timeline at all. Um, what do you guys think? Would it be better if we had a timeline? Honestly, I don't think so. 
because, um, you know, people are still adapting to this environment and we're always asking when will COVID find its end and people still have hope, right? And I think that's, there's some answers that shouldn't be answered right now. I like that you use the word hope. So like, what do you mean hope? How does hope kind of play a role? I guess like if you said hope, it kind of, I'm guessing it has a role in your life. How does it play a role? Hope. For me, it's like, since I'm still trying to figure out what I want to do with life, I still have hope that this, well, like COVID is kind of like a blessing in disguise for me. So with hope, I, I still have hope that I could figure out what I want to do before it's too late. Do you feel like it's given you like purpose to focus more on yourself rather than if there was a set timeline of, oh, okay, now I, all I have to wait for is the cure, you know? Yeah, yeah. It like diverts your focus. Yeah, because yeah. I never, I've never focused on myself for this long, you know, and like this is what I needed the most. I'm under the impression that I, I think it'd be better if we had a timeline. Um, but obviously, I kind of want, li- listening to what you have to say, I kind of want to s- transition to that. But I don't know. I think for me personally, I still think that we'd be better off with the timeline if everyone... That's why I was like asking you, how does hope play a role in this? I just, me personally, if I had a timeline, like they're saying, okay, next summer, 100%, we got this down and covered. I think I would be a lot better off just so that there's a clear there's a clear light at the end of the tunnel that I can look forward to. Is it like a weekend? Yeah, I guess I weekend? guess you could say it's kind of like a weekend. Uh but yeah, I don't know. I don't really like that that you said that cuz it kind of it kind of shit on my <laughs> my idea there, but yeah. A very long What? <laughs> no, I mean like that's that's a good point, no, Francis, cuz like when you're living your whole life waiting for the weekend, every single week it kind of ruins the whole week you know what i mean so when you said that oh, i mean that kind of helped uh so yeah i mean that was a good point maybe not a weekend then maybe like a like a like a birthday party it's not the same thing it's like it's not the same thing well, no, I feel like oh. it kind of is, though. Like, with that, it kind of made the me think that party? maybe... No, 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 I mean, like, with the weekend thing, not the birthday party, the weekend. Oh. I like the weekend analogy, because then I know a, a lot of people say that if you're living for the weekend, you're not living a good life. And it's kind of like the same thing here. If you're living for the end of COVID, you're not going to have a good time in quarantine. So I guess, in a way, what you said was the, was the right way. Yeah, that diverts my thinking, too, because, like, I would like a timeline like Vincent. Um, I just feel like it'd be more easier on my mental health. Cause like right now, like I feel so overwhelmed by everything that's happening. And just like, I feel like there's so many bad things that I hear happening around me. So hearing that like there is a cure at a certain date, like that will be a positive light that I can look forward to. So are you like still with that timeline thing? Danny, are you, do you still think that it's better off with the timeline? Mm, I don't know. I'm kind of in both sectors. Because Gladys does bring up like a good point how, I don't know, like if you tend to focus just on the weekend, like Francis was saying. I like that. Um, yeah, I like that a lot too. 
that you only tend to focus on that, you kind of forget what happens around you. I don't know. Mm. It's a really good point. Yeah. It's like, I'd rather, yeah. That structure, I don't know. I've been like really into like structuring my life and day now, but that structure of this is what's happening now. What's going to happen next year is everything's going to be solved. I like that kind of structure, but of course in life, there's no real structure that you can follow. So I guess that's kind of like, that's kind of like the counter to that. Period, bro. Mm. Period. (laughs) I don't know. Just, just how I'm, uh, wired and like uh, I guess the courses I'm taking that deal with like uncertainty and things say that they'll never have a timeline <laughs> they won't come up and say like okay next year it's gonna be all over guys don't worry we'll have it done 100% like that's that's yeah 100% that's not gonna happen so but you know if it did I'm just thinking like how would I feel about that I'd probably just be like okay you know <laughs> it's happening soon mm-hmm. yeah I don't know it that's a weird it's a weird question I kind of want to piggyback off of Gladys's point here with hope. Um, we didn't really talk about it before, but with hope and this not there not being a timeline at all, you kind of have to hold on to hope. That's all you really have at that point. And I think like what we talked about in our hope episode, Francis, like that is one of the most important emotions and like not really an emotion at all. Because like once you have that hope, you're kind of, you're not focusing on the future anymore. You're focusing on what's happening now. And like right now, what you can do if you're when like since we're all in quarantine is this idea of self-realization. I think the what I'm trying to get at is would the world be better off? Not like us personally, but would the world in general be better off if there was a timeline? Yeah, I feel like it'll benefit a lot of people or like the majority of people greatly. Like I feel like they'll feel relieved in a sense that, oh, there is an ending point. Because there is a sense of hopelessness um, compared to hope. Like, it'll be sort of oh. like a comforting type of view. I just had, like, this this idea. Because, uh, Vinny, you were talking about how, you know, because there's, like, a, there's a set date that you have structure now. Mm-hmm. I was thinking in terms of my day right now and how bad it is when you don't have a set date sometimes, when you don't have a due date. And uh, you're kind of just going off of what you need to do next and what you need to do next. Maybe having a timeline allows people, you know, have that work in front of them that they're looking forward to do, which is just structuring out what they're going to be doing up to that point. Because when you have a date, you have you have a deadline for things to happen. And so if it was action that you needed during quarantine because you thought maybe I guess you weren't doing enough or or that there was some change that you wanted that you never got that you know a, a deadline would be good to plan out what what you need to do i think it'd be good so okay where does everyone stand now now that we've uh, like discussed this a little bit more francis where do you stand is it better for for everyone and you would it be better if there's a timeline okay the thing is with me i'm still learning how to do this whole scheduling thing so i don't know how effective it would be if i got a date right now i had to plan out like the next kind of year before i could go outside again I think I think the fact that I have that idea now that you know planning is like an option would be a good thing. So you know, in that sense, I think I think having a timeline would be very good. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> sounds yeah. really comforting for me personally. Um, but I guess it does depend on the person's situation because um, some people may like being in quarantine and some others may not. 
Mm-hmm. I have to second that. Oh. Yeah, I totally changed my whole um, perspective oh. here now. Oh, so really? I do, yeah. So I do <laughs> admit that it's better off with a timeline. Because um, cause then I get to plan everything, just like what Francis said. Whenever there's a deadline for me, it's always gonna. I'm always going to push it. You know, just like homework, I'm going to do it last minute. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I... I I'm on the other side now. I'm not gonna lie. I think that if there was a if there was a timeline, I think it'd be good. I think it'd be really, really good. But I don't think it should be the focus. Like once there's a timeline, I don't think it should be the focus of what's happening now. So whether there's a timeline or not, I think I don't know. I, I'm kind of sitting on the other side now. I still feel like that that whole <laughs> weekend thing that Francis said really yeah, got to right? me. And I don't I don't like how well that got to me. Because <laughs> it kind of scared me. Like, if, if you, like, you live your whole life waiting for the weekend, um, that, that idea kind of scares me. And when you said that, Jesus, I can't, I can't do that, bro. Whoa. So, yeah, I don't know. That's crazy. Because, like, if we have a timeline, Maybe? we're for more and more focused on the future. But, like, right now, since we don't have one, we're focused on what's happening now. Exactly. And I feel like that's what we needed. Exactly. That's what I that's what I think too. Whoa. But like obviously if there <laughs> yeah, is a timeline nice. it would help. Um you'd like your mind would be at ease, I guess. But then there's still that um it's kind of this weird kind of hope. Where like the hope that we're living in now, it's hope that we will be fine out of this. But the hope that we will have once there's quarant- once there's um a deadline, it's like it's a different kind of hope. It's that hope of like Oh, what am I gonna do now? I'm like, I'm living in a shitty life, a shitty part of my life right now. I'm just hoping to be in that good spot again, where I can go party and stuff like that. I feel like those are two different kinds of hope that we're gonna be speaking upon. Okay, so I don't know, Gladys. It sounds like you're still on that timeline. Time, you think they're still better with the timeline? I don't know. It's, it I don't know. Like I'm like both going back and forth now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Like I like it right now how it is. I feel like if there was a timeline, I'd be like, oh, good. But then I wouldn't be focused on that. I'll be focused on what's happening now. So then maybe that's what it should be like. Maybe it should be like they should give us a timeline, but we should somehow frame, have a framework in our head that we should still focus on now and not worry about what's happening next. So I have a question for everybody. And, uh, uh, you know, it's a thinker because because, you know, quarantine is like it's tough. And there's obviously bad things that come from it. You know, people's people's men- mental health has been tested. You know, obviously everybody's physical health is being tested as well. My question for everybody is, do you think there's actually good that can come out of quarantine? Like by the end of this, do you think there's there's a possibility where people can actually be better off? I don't know myself. I'd find myself being like dependent, I guess, on other people for like studying and like, I don't know, school wise or just like depending on other people's energy to like uplift mine. I think being like in quarantine has taught me to become more independent in myself and like to just know myself and know how to make myself happier without depending on other people's yeah. energies you know yeah. oh, i second wow. that i second that <laughs> yeah. yeah that was okay. a good way to put that yeah i guess i'd say mm-hmm. to that is like i think it's different from person to person of course there's people who are like in more difficult situations than we are in but yeah i think generally there's more i think there'd be more good coming out of quarantine if you kind of like set your mind to it i think what gladys said earlier is that 
that's self-realization or self-reflection self-realization is really really important i think danny's saying this whole being independent kind of forcing yourself to be independent is really good too because um you're kind of working yourself so that in the future yourself what you worked on yourself can benefit other people um so yeah i think that focus that focus on you and you being you it's really important now because now especially now because we're kind of forced to like after all of this is over we have a better version of ourselves than mm. what we had before oh in terms of self-realizations too like danny she, she brought up the fact that you know working on yourself and being uh relying on yourself for this uh, this kind of you know support the way you can support yourself rather than relying on other people is great and you know that takes on the th- that takes on the you know the individual side but remember gladys talking about how like like in the planning stages we were talking about how you know it could also come from the the good that can come out of quarantine can come from the realizations about other people and i want her to talk about that i remember that she said okay that you know since you're away from people like it's just like i love how simple it is it's it's just the fact that because you're away from people for so long once you come out of this quarantine thing you're gonna appreciate people a lot more and that's just nice that's really nice i yeah i think you did mention this in the podcast gladys actually but yeah i think it's really important that this whole that that is one of the bigger things that comes out of quarantine this is appreciation uh, for for things that you didn't really appreciate before and seeing the value of things like as simple as human interaction now more than ever this human interaction you see the true value of it and how nothing can really replace it completely it's this realization of of like what's truly valuable is it is it like electronics and like what you have in front of you or is it this this human to human interaction and all these other things that we kind of took for granted for before yeah we were we were made to be interacting with each other not like focusing on a phone like right now before even quarantine whenever you walk outside people will be looking down at their devices and not realizing what's in front of them and now that we're in this position we're always looking at our devices which becomes like a more repetitive thing and then you kind of realize that wow i should have i should have valued people yeah no yeah you know what i mean the life was before yeah so like yeah because like before like you would go your life was um outside with your phone but now it's kind of like inside and outside constantly well it's just inside with your phone there's no real outside and so like now next time when you walk outside your phone's not really part of the equation anymore and that's kind of like what's teaching you exactly like do you remember when we were kids and we never we never had phones we had like game boys and all that stuff but we were always yeah. outside playing and interacting with yeah. each other. And we would always come back to that those moments and saying, wow, I really miss playing Foursquare with you guys. Right? <laughs> but now we don't do Man that hunt. because we're always on our phone. Manhunt, bro. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Right? Oh, gee. Yeah. And, now, and now we don't do that because um, obviously we're grown up, but we're always on our phones just minding our own business. Do you think that's going to be even worse for kids today? Because they're already, like, I don't know, most of the kids are dependent on technology already. So being inside in quarantine and just staring at, like, what, a Zoom class for, like, three hours? Oh, yeah. It's crazy because my cousin from, like, Calgary came a few weeks ago. Or um, a couple months ago, actually, not a few weeks. But, like, he was talking, and he's only, like, eight. And we were talking about, like, how life is going because we haven't seen each other in years. 
and he was telling me about his like gaming setup and he has like a pc mm-hmm. and like a playstation and he's got like a Whoa. mini fridge in his room i was like bro like you're eight like what do you what do you mean like shouldn't you be like playing outside or even like learning yeah. how to skateboard or whatever it's just crazy and now he it's kind of like he doesn't have a choice anymore now he's kind of he has to be stuck inside with all these things where like there's no it's not really a luxury at this point is what i'm trying to get at Um, yeah it's like the worst timing ever yeah i think the reason Mm -hmm. for that is because since we have um social media now we're always looking at what other people are doing and what we and what they have and we're always thinking i want that too i want that for myself i think the one another big question i want to ask is um will the world be the same after quarantine after this COVID thing, like how much of our or like the society that we lived in before, how much will we get that back? That's a really good question. I think things are going to be so different, but for the better, because I hear a lot of people saying like, oh, I miss like the normal life. But I also hear a lot of people getting angry. Like, what do you mean? This is the new normal. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like no one should get used to what is happening right now. Like the world is constantly evolving. You know, and mm-hmm. I think it's just going to change for the better. So you have this optimistic. So you're like optimistic in the ways you see this. Like you think when we do come out of this, it'll still be different, but we'd be better off. It's ironic because quarantine has been hard, but a lot of topics we've been talking about throughout this podcast have been quite positive. Like we're talking about self-realizations and like how to take care of each other. I think we're going to value from a lot of things we've learned throughout quarantine, like after we find a cure. Like what we have now, we're we're trying to better ourselves and have like a better version of ourselves when we get out. And when people have that, we're just going to spread. More, I feel like we're going to spread more positivity and we're not going to take everything for granted that much anymore. Spread the hugs. Oh, jeez. Okay. Spread the love. <laughs> spread the love. <laughs> uh. Yeah, I guess I I just quickly thought of two optimistic viewpoints about all this. Either you could hate the fact that quarantine is happening and because of that come out of it and really appreciate your your present and your the present moment and like your environment a lot more and uh and just be in it more. Be thankful that you have your friends around you, your environment around you now. Or you could be really be really in the technology of it all and like uh, embrace this new lifestyle and out of that maybe create some value because the world is obviously heading towards that, you know, in that trajectory with, with technology and how we're trying to like capitalize on it. In both cases, people are finding value, which is I think the most important part of it all, to have hope and to find value even in this crappy ass situation <laughs> exactly yeah i would say think like that oh yeah go ahead oh no gladys gladys you go ahead <laughs> i oh, always God. think got real close i always think that whenever there's like a bad situation and especially this one this is a very bad situation like one of the biggest ones we've dealt with the, our whole lives something's something good is always gonna happen afterwards i don't think it would go back to normal right away i think right away right after the vaccine comes out everyone will still kind of want to have that social distance 
and you know maybe not shaking hands i don't know if shaking hands will become a thing anymore i feel like it'll only be a thing in like business meetings but like when you see someone on the street like hey how you doing i don't think shaking hands will happen anymore um but i think yeah i don't know if hugs are just hugs on the streets are gonna happen you know i'm sorry i'm sorry danny but it's just <laughs> the way it is but um, yeah no close friends are okay definitely gonna be okay. a different world <laughs> yeah but I think one word that keeps coming up, like when, Francis, while you were talking, this one word popped into my brain, and we talked about this for a whole episode, is this ephemerality. I think the world is going to follow this. As human beings, we have this ephemeral nature again. We will end up going back to what was normal back then. And I think that's, I think it's going to be really exciting to see, like, social distancing not being a thing anymore and seeing, like, everyone hugging each other, shaking hands, and actual physical contact um, clubbing party clubbing yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> uh yeah i don't know i i think i think it will be it'll be good so i think what you said this whole seeing value in things this was the question that i want to get into is there a certain way to do quarantine and i i kind of want to quickly answer this what you said francis seeing value everyone everyone's saying this basically like Seeing value in things, I think, is kind of like the best way to to do quarantine. I don't think there is a certain way to do quarantine. I feel like you got to find that yourself. And okay, at the end, there's always going to be an answer. And that's going to be it's going to differ from one another. But for me, it's going to be, like I said, valuing other people and the time we have with each other. <laughs> yeah, like I feel like. We're just going to learn how to not take things for granted and people for granted. The physical thing is going to be super different, though. Like, I feel like yeah. people, even though there's a vaccine, people are still going to be hesitant to touch. Yeah, but we're, I, yeah, you know? yeah. I feel like that's going to happen in the beginning, but we're going to slowly lead into having a normal life, like what it used to be. But, of course, that value is going to be added onto that. I was thinking about uh, uncertainties. And I don't know how I came to that, but, but yeah, I I think if there's a right way to do it, it's to accept that there's a lot of uncertainty in things, and not only, uh, not only in terms of quarant, uh, in terms of you know the coronavirus, and whether or not or or when it's going to uh be cured or whether or not it's going to be cured. Actually, I don't know if it's going to be cured for a long time, uh, but accepting uncertainties is probably the biggest part of it all because when you want an answer i feel like it takes away from what you should be caring about which is you know the people who are closest to you yeah i guess thinking about finding value in other things and when when you're i guess thinking about what the answer could be rather than you know looking at looking at how it is now figuring out what the problems are and trying to solve them on your own, then, you know, it, it takes away from your life because because it's just this constant thing in your head. So what I'm saying is like, uh, I don't know, I guess throughout it all, if you can realize that uncertainty is a thing and just realize that there's things that you just can't know no matter how hard you try, I think, it's, I think that's a good first step. Yeah, no, I agree with that. I think uncertainty and, and valuing things kind of work together because... Like when you're uncertain what's happening tomorrow, you'll have a a value for what's happening today. You know what I mean? Like there was no certain, there's no certainty how long this um, 
quarantine will last. And there was no certainty when it was even going to start. Like no one had any idea that COVID's going to hit. So I think what I, I think like to work with the uncertainty is this value. And I, for me, I think that that is one of his, one of the best ways, or that is the, uh, a certain way to do quarantine, in my opinion, is seeing the value in uncertainty. Oh, so you got a mask for your face <laughs> but do you have a mask for your mental health oh, oh my god think about that oh my god that's mental hygiene baby <laughs> mental hygiene <laughs> mental dude that was something i was going to talk about when we were talking about self-realizations like freaking keeping clean Oh, it's so dude. important, man. Why didn't you why so didn't you bring important. it up at the time? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> like uh, me- meditation. I've I yes. figured out recently that it, that's like a shower for your head. You're like shower for your mental space. I feel like That's what I've yeah. been saying since since episode 1. Meditation. It's so bro. good. Everyone should I like do it. To, I like Yeah. I haven't tried, but I feel like if I if I do it, I'm going to start laughing at myself. No, dude. No, it's man. Like, yo, Danny, you meditate? Yeah, like oh, I did with my boyfriend. Or like I did it oh, once. And like I did God. start laughing. But it's like, it's nice. It helps you sleep. Um, I feel like you just got to find the right one. Because there are some voices that will make you laugh. <laughs> oh, you oh you listen to like the, <laughs> the guided meditations. I see. Wait, yeah, they're different kinds? Yeah. What? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know, Francis, you do guided meditation, I think. Dan, do, I don't do guided meditations. I, I like to, like, focus on nothing, I guess. Danny or Gladys, honestly, we, we loved having you guys on the podcast. Uh, if there's anything else, anything else you guys want to talk about, we'd be happy to have you guys on again. Um, but is there any, like, any last words to the people? Like, what's going on with your life or whatever it is? Let us know right now. What's happening to Danny and Gladys? Mm. <laughs> I say Danny goes first, you know? Danny's always <laughs> I've been friends with Danny for a very long time, and she always got to oh, keep it 100, yes. and she's always interesting, so I think she should go first. Oh, wow. <laughs> I've never heard this out of the 20 years I've known you, bitch. <laughs> Goddamn. Honestly, everyone out there, take care of yourself. Drink lots of water. Um, talk to friends, catch up with people that you love, like reach out to people that you've never reached out before. Like Gladys and I probably haven't talked for the longest time and we recently reached out and now we're going to haunted mazes and like tripping on dirt and shit and doing stupid things. (laughs) Tripping on dirt and shit? Wow, that's that's a good time. Yeah, yo, yesterday (laughs) Danny almost killed me, yo. I did not almost kill you. Oh, I did almost kill her. (laughs) Yeah. Um, <laughs> you didn't die it's okay it's okay it was fun I loved it um, well for me uh, to tell all your amazing viewers is to value people more you know hmm. uh, you always yeah. gotta keep it 100 and focus on yourself to better yourself for other people and for your, yeah I don't know what to say but this don't take anyone for granted. And spread the love and hugs. Spread <laughs> love and hugs. Um, not, maybe yes. not hugs right now. <laughs> not right now, not right now. 
Do 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 do. Come down, bro. Oh. <laughs> 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 Right. Yeah, so. What the fuck was that? <laughs> <laughs> Do you not watch those interviews? The, the Nardbar, whatever his name is. Yeah, I love that guy. Um, oh my god. <laughs> yeah, thank Gladys, Danny, thank you guys for coming on. We really appreciate you guys um, spreading your knowledge, your wisdom for uh, on this podcast. That was an awesome yeah. time, guys. Thanks, Thanks for having us. So I really yeah, enjoyed my real. time. It was really fun. <laughs> um, yeah, okay. If you guys, all the, to the people listening, their socials are in the description of this episode of the podcast. So if you guys are curious what they look like, what they're doing with their life, <laughs> um, do check it out. Do check out their socials. Uh, Francis, take it away. Francis, right. blow us away. <laughs> I don't know about that. Uh, <laughs> that is not what I'm so, so everybody, we talked about a lot of things today. Uh, we went, we went from you know mental health to how to do quarantine right, and these are all really tough questions. I wouldn't be able to, like, in my mental state today, I couldn't even <laughs> figure out half of them. So. So we encourage you to think about these things in your own lives and to kind of try and find the value in the uncertainty, like Vincent said at the end. That really touched me like that. <laughs> oh, man, that was really good. So, so all in all, like, it's a hard time. But if you frame it right and you think a little bit about how you can find value in it, uh, it'll be good for you. To all our listeners, thank you guys so much for listening for Late Night Chill Vibes. I'm your host, Vincent. And I've been Francis. And we'll see you guys next week on another episode. We love all of you guys. Thank you for listening. Bye.